Welcome back to my testimony. Wow. Yep, it's season five. Season five. Yeah, we're so excited to be back. And uh, all of our viewers from around the world, we want to say welcome back to my testimony. We missed you guys. And we're so excited for what? 13 more episodes that we will be doing in season five. Mm -hmm. So if you're not a part of our community as of yet, we're going to invite you to do what? Like, mm -hmm. subscribe, yep. share, yep. click that notification button. Yep, so you can All hear that. All of those things. Mm -hmm. Ping! Yeah, that. You know Ping! This is a new video. Right, which comes out, by the way, every Friday at 7 p.m. Yep, so we just want to let you know that we are back. 13 more episodes, so every Friday from now on for the next 13 weeks, mm. we'll be on in my testimony, 7 p.m. Okay, so we have a date. All right? <laughs> yep, so... But Dawn, who do we have today? Well, we have Melanie Purvis. Yeah. But her other name is her Melanie. Melanie, I love that. Melanie. Welcome, Melanie. How yep. are you? Thank you. Happy Sabbath. I'm happy to be here. So before we get into Melanie's testimony, let's bow our heads for prayer. Father, we thank you so much for allowing us to wake up today. We thank you so much for my testimony and for a new season. And we pray that as uh, Melanie shares today and as all the other guests share throughout this season, that the, uh, their testimony will just draw all of us closer to you. And let us realize that you are God and that you are our savior and that you love us so much and because of that we are able to have these testimonies and to testify of your goodness and of your grace and of everything that you have done in our lives so be with us today again we pray in jesus name amen amen amen, amen. okay melanie milani tell us where you were born and let's just start your whole journey okay well, I was born in what was West Germany, um, in Gießen, Frankfurt. My mother is um, German-Jewish and my father is African-American. And um, they met in West Germany. And um, so we lived in Germany up until July of 1973, mm. when we boarded a plane to the United States, which was all new. Mm. We spoke German for the most part in Germany. and. Um, we then converted over to American English, which is why we don't have accents. Okay. And uh, so that's how it started. Wow. All right. So how old were you when you came to the United States? I was 12 years old at the time. And um, we, it was an adjustment, you know, because we just landed in the United States and everything was new. And, um, the whole culture was different, you know, mm. because in Germany we had certain things that we did, rituals we did, and America, you know, we would go food shopping almost every day, fresh food, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, America, we go into this neighborhood, and I mean, both rows of the aisles were just fast food, you know. So yeah. my mother got used to that real quick. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> Not good. But yeah, so there was, you know, there's a bit of a, a, a cultural difference there. Okay. And then um, at school, how did you address in school coming to a, a new country? Um, I have to go back a step because I was very resistant to Americanism as a German mm. child, you know. Mm. Um, I, 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 I really resisted learning how to speak English. I didn't want to learn how to speak English. And I remember my dad every Saturday, learn how to count, learn, you know, and, mm -hmm. and it took a while to actually start speaking English. And, you know, as children, you learn pretty fast. Mm. And so eventually we did... Um, crossover and uh, we were put right into American schools and we just went along with the flow, you know, mm. that wasn't really too much of an adjustment after a while. Mm. Oh, wow. What state did you come to when you came to America? Oh, my father came from Pennsylvania. So we were uh, in Pennsylvania, the state of Pennsylvania in Chambersburg, which is a very old county okay. there. And the whole family, his whole family was there, you know, oh, so okay. that's where I ended up. Okay. And I lived there for about 10 years before I moved out. And, you know, as I got older and left. Right. Okay, so how did you end up in South Florida? That has to be well. I was I was engaged for about fifteen minutes, and um, that's how I came down here. <laughs> fifteen minutes, <laughs> you know. But it, it takes longer. It takes it takes longer than fifteen minutes to fly down here. <laughs> well, let's just say it was a hit and run. Okay. <laughs> He went back to Maryland and I stayed in Florida. And that was in 1983. So my life actually started in Florida. You know, mm. um, I ended up going to school here. I, I lived here. You know, I got a roommate. I went to work. And um, so life, it was pretty much early 80s. And there's a lot of crazy stuff going on in South Florida in those days. And, you know, we were pretty much involved in a lot of that stuff. And uh, so um, I just stayed, you know, and I, I, I remember going home twice in mm -hmm. the 80s mm -hmm. and uh i just couldn't wait to get back to south florida oh wow you know when you're flying somewhere and you're coming home there's nothing more beautiful than the atlantic okay mm. you right. know you're back home when you see a body of water mm. right hopefully you fly over it not in it right but anyway mm. so uh yeah wow, that's how I, I came to south florida okay wow wow so what was your spiritual journey like? Were you always Adventist? Okay. Oh, heavens no. Um, I grew up in, and this is a little bit of the background here. My mother was German Jewish. They were totally um, non-faith based at all. I mean, you know, my, my parents were not religious. Okay. Mm -hmm. So they believed, but they were not practicing in any faith. My mother. Can I just um, ask you, how is your mom German Jewish? German Jewish thing that she comes from a Jewish background. She's Jewish and okay. she's German. Okay. Wow. And then, um, so now she dabbled in, uh, the, the Jehovah's Witnesses got a hold of her a long time ago. And so she started Jehovah's Witnessing. My dad didn't say anything about it hmm. until, and this was in Germany. I remember that. And um, I remember one day my mother was in town. My mother shops every day of her life. So she went in town mm -hmm. and, um, the lady came to the door and we were probably about four or five years old. And I have a brother, he's younger than I am. He's like his genius, you know, and he could read, write very fast. I couldn't read a word of English whatsoever. Hmm. And she made us sit down and study the Bible with her. And every time it came my turn to read, I had to run to the bathroom. Hmm. And I remember God starts getting annoyed with me. My brother just, you know, read the Bible. And I just remember thinking, 
why am I sitting here doing this? Hmm. You know, I didn't want to do this. I don't know what this is about. Mm -hmm. I can't read. So, you know, that's, that was my earliest memory of that, but we were not, um, we were not, my, my parents were not faith based at all. As a matter of fact, I can remember about six years old asking what happens when you die. Mm. To them, that was like a really bad luck question. Don't ask that question. You're right. going to bring up some bad stuff here. Okay. Wow. <laughs> so, wow. wow. You know, it's kind of the way it was. My father was American. He was Americana. He was a militant military personnel mm -hmm. un un you know no no emotions he was in vietnam and korea um mm. so they were very by the book my mother was very unemotional you know mm -hmm. she wasn't a huggy kissy person right. so both of them together was kind of like you know um they weren't very um they i'm sure they loved us but you know it was just the way we were raised right kind of that sternness you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you couldn't say anything bad about the government at all with my dad. Hmm. His only response to you was, get out. <laughs> you don't like it, get out. Wow. But he was in Germany at the time, so, wow. you know, anyway. But that's the way we were, we were raised, in the military, very militant. Like, mm -hmm. Okay. Wow. So how did you how did you come to know God for yourself? Okay. So my journey now starts around, I want to say, I, I, I want to say around 1974, mm. I must've been about 13 or so. We were in the States by then. And I remember there was, now you have to remember something going back in those days, my dad was military. He had a lot of, he had a live language. Okay. Mm. And in those days there were expressions that they use. Like we have expressions today. Mm -hmm. Today we might use the word dude. My dad, my dad's expression was cat, this cat and that cat, meaning a person, right? Right. Mm -hmm. And so I remember thinking, okay, there's a cat on TV named, um, named um, Billy Graham. Mm. And he's talking about this other cat, Jesus, who loves me. Mm. Now, love was a strange thing in our house, you know, because we really weren't showing it, but right. you know, you kind of knew you were loved. But anyway, I remember asking my mom, can I, can I watch this program? I'd like to watch this program. And I, I just want to say, even though I'm a Seventh-day Adventist, my true, um, I, I really love the fact that I was able to watch Billy Graham. He seemed very sincere. He seemed very serious about what he was saying. And he kept talking about Jesus, right. this Jesus, you know, mm -hmm. and this Jesus loves you. And that, in my mind at that time, stuck, okay? Mm -hmm. And that was the beginning of my journey, even though it took a while to get to where I am now, you mm -hmm. know? But I knew instinctively, even in that regimented lifestyle that we were, you know, living mm -hmm. and grown up in, that there was something out there, there was somebody out there that it, my, my life was more than just what it was. Right. Mm -hmm. right. Was that instinct that inside of me said, there is a God. I didn't know who God was, mm -hmm. but there is a God and something that you were here for a purpose is what it was saying to me mm -hmm. in a rather intelligent way, you know? Mm -hmm. So I clung to that. Right. I knew that in the back of my mind, in the back of even, you know, because we, nobody has a perfect life, you know, and Is sometimes, it? you know, other people have rough times growing up and so forth. I don't want to get into too much of all that, but, mm. you know, when you're not, when you're not feeling loved, you know, it's, it's good to know that somebody somewhere loves you, you know, I'm not saying my parents didn't love us, but you know, again, we, you know, they grew up in the, my, my, listen, my mother grew up during the war. Mm. Okay. My father grew up during the, um, he was, he was black. Okay. Mm -hmm. He grew up in the, in the, just north of the Mason Dixon line in Pennsylvania, right. Right. blacks on 
side, wives on the other side. So they both had a rough time okay, yeah. growing up. And so for these two people to get together, you know, it was kind of a miracle. So he had his baggage, she had her baggage. So mm -hmm. They made it work somehow and mm -hmm. uh, stayed together and raised, you know, all these kids. And the funny thing is in my family now, you see how I look. Mm -hmm. In the white, in, in the south, I would pass. Okay, right. <laughs> if you put them all together, we had dark, medium, and light. You know, oh, they just wow. the way they came out. <laughs> wow. <laughs> now in Germany, you could get away with that at the time right. because when my parents got together, racism was so so strong that racial biracial marriages were not allowed. You know, exactly. They got married back in the in the sixties, in the early sixties, and so the point is that um, we were, you know, we were all we were this big mix of a family. In Germany, we were allowed to live that way because when I was born, I was born seventeen years after the worst atrocity something could have been done in, in in fact that like you know we put 17 we put six million people to death because mm -hmm. of a race mm -hmm. so germany was one of those places where you know after the war there was no it was just not allowed okay racism was not allowed mm -hmm. and so we were able to live that way in germany and this is what i'm saying when we came to the states in 73 in 1973 they wanted my dad to do one more stint of mm -hmm. the service he was already in there 26 years okay whoa and so four more years would have made 30 right mm -hmm. and but they wanted to send him to alabama the heart of alabama now you're not going to take a jewish woman and a black man in 1973 put him in the deep south mm. peacefully it just wasn't going to happen so he quit you know so that was that was what i was alluding to earlier where the you know the the the, the there was so much racism in 1973 coming to the states even in the north in a town that he his family lived in for many many years right. so you know the fact that gosh it was this guy named jesus who loved me that was wonderful Mm. That that was exciting at that time. So that's how my journey started going back. Because I digress a little bit, as you can tell. I'm a you know I like to talk, but anyway, um, that's <laughs> okay. how it started with Germany, with Germany, and with God. And you know, I can remember little pieces in my mind where I probably wasn't at church as a child, but it might have been because it was Easter or something like that. Right. But right. not an actual relationship with the God of the universe. I had yet to learn that. But there was that start, that seed was planted with, I got to say, Billy Graham. Wow. Wow. Awesome. 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 And then, so the seed was planted and um, tell us a little bit in between, you know, in between that seed being planted and, and to okay. when you really so again, found Christ for yourself. I grew up in the 1970s, which was a little bit of a different time period, you know, and, and I felt like I was talking to a friend of mine last night. I said, you know, us growing up in the 60s and 70s, it was a different time frame. Kids, you know, in my in my, my generation, I felt like we grew up a little, we were young, but we grew up a little faster, you know, in the 70s. Mm -hmm. It was just a different time right. frame. Mm -hmm. And so my my journey didn't start with God. I just, from the 19, the late 70s, all through the 80s, this is where I went. You know, I, I, I kind of traveled a little bit. I did this, that, and the other thing. God mm. was never nowhere near anything. Mm. And so and then in the 1990s, um, things slowed down a little bit. And I remember um, I just I, I just started my career a few years before that, and I ended up working. And I'm going to start. I'm going to start with my Adventist uh, uh, travel because that's really where it started. Mm -hmm. So I ended up working with Sister Nelson, and she was a, a Jamaican Adventist, and um, mm -hmm. I worked in her shop. 
And I remember at the time I was looking for a church. I was looking for a church and I, I remember going through the yellow pages, trying to find a church. And she happened to mention something to me. And this is the way, and now that I look back, this is exactly the way God had it planned, okay? Right. Step by step, actually do it chronologically. And so I go to this, this, and this is where it really started in that, in that salon, because that salon was not just a salon, but it was a place where um, people came to the Lord. She had that shop to get people to the Lord. That was that. That was the main purpose of that shop. It really was. She did great hair and all that, but nobody sat in that chair or came into those doors that didn't hear about God. Wow. Okay, that's the way it was. Right. And so I started, and and, and she said something to me about going to church on Saturday, and I said, "Oh, okay. Well, that's different. Yeah, sure, I'll go." You know, <laughs> I was up to it. Right. So here I go. Now you have to picture this. I'm a hairdresser. I'm I'm into that whole scene. Uh, this is really conservative for me. Um, <laughs> but then I walked into, and I remember this so clearly. This is the most conservative Seventh Day Adventist church in Broward County. Was Pastor Liebert's church? Okay, right. Slaughter Hill at that time. Right. And I walk in, and I've got. I mean, you would have needed glasses to protect yourself from the way I looked. Okay, I had. <laughs> Jewelry galore. I could have drowned a three-footed pool, you know. <laughs> the makeup was wild, like 1976, you know, disco queen. And I have different streaks of hair color in. And, you know, I was loud, you know. <laughs> Walking into church, and I I didn't pay attention to the fact that these were very conservative-looking people. I was just happy. Right. I was in there. I was doing my thing. I was happy. And I thought, oh, I like these people. They're so neat, you know. And um, so that was another thing, getting getting introduced into the to the Jamaican culture. Mm. And I like to say that I grew up from that point on. I, I was raised in the Jamaican culture because right. I can do you know, Aki today if I want to. I can do all that stuff. OK. And I like my cooking better. Thank you. <laughs> but anyway, you know, I just I just learned how and I just remember walking in there. I'm sure I had looks. And and even Sister Nelson told me that when I went to her shop, because I was actually um, I was referred to her, she said, "Lord, I don't want that in my shop." Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. And and you know we've had that conversation so many times. God said, "No, she's staying." Mm -hmm. And little by little, I kept going back, and um, little by little, it came off, you know. Mm -hmm. And little by little, mm -hmm. I know. I'm having a conversation with Jesus mm. and I'm having a conversation with God and I'm now studying my Bible. Like I've never heard. I mean, I heard things in that church that I never heard in a regular church and I've been going, you know, off and on. We were, we were sometimes grow, growing up, you know, as children, we were sometimes made to go to church because you know, it was a two hour break from my parents on a Sunday morning, right? That, you know, and uh, 50 cents for the plate that went to the you know candy shop instead. So anyway, you know, that was kind of like that. But now I'm listening to these, these um, you know, these, these preachers, this preacher and, and, and the preaching that was going on. And there were things in the Bible that started to make sense. In the 1970s and 80s, we were into things like spiritualism and we were into mm -hmm. things like, um, you know, ghosts and, and, and into things like uh, Martians, you know, and, mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And, and I just, it never made sense to me how that correlated with what the Bible was saying. It's right. like there was a missing link. Mm -hmm. 
And now you start studying the Bible. Man, I really got into it. And I love the fact that there was Ellen G. White there who mm -hmm. filled gaps in. Right. I was, it was such an exploratory time because, you know, started, things started to fit the puzzle. It was mm -hmm. wonderful. Yeah. So that's how I started with uh, my event. I didn't even know I was an Adventist, really. I was just going to church and I was having a good time. Amen. And I was, I was really, I mean, my heart was so touched by God. Mm -hmm. It was so nice to say, wow, now I know who that little girl was looking for. She was looking for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it was wow. so eye-opening. And today I'm not afraid of anything. I just, you know, if, if I, if I go tomorrow, I better be ready. That's all I care about. Yeah. You Amen. know, Amen. Amen. so, I mean, it, it's just coming to that time. And, um, the Bible is one of the most, it is not one. It is the most intelligent book I've ever picked up yep. because it, 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 it goes back to the days of Noah all the way to the end time because people will say it's out of date, this and that. No, it's out of date because you don't know what's in it. I know what's in it and I know how it applies. Right. Wow. And, you know, the fact that mm -hmm. Ellen G. White was one of the greatest. Um, I remember actually re um, referring her to the prophets of the Bible and somebody gasped. And I said, why? I said, she was more cooperative than, let's say, Jonah. Okay. Yeah. It's true. Hello. Mm -hmm. She had more insight given to God than any of them did. Some of them were able to, you know, like Daniel, love Daniel. Daniel was given the future, but he was afraid, didn't understand any of it. Mm -hmm. Ellen G. White was given visions of what heaven would actually be like, where she had to come out of that vision and get used to this dark world again. Yeah. I can't right. even begin to imagine that, you know? Right, right. How did, uh, you know, and people think that, uh, you know, Lazarus was in heaven. Well, why in the world would he want to come back to this earth? Right. No, he wasn't, you know, anyway, a lot of that makes sense now. All of that. And you have to study that it is intelligent. It has an answer. You know, if I'm going to be out there prophetizing, I can't say that word ever, right? But if I'm out there <laughs> preaching, okay, I need to know what I'm talking about. And I have to be right. able to answer those tough questions okay that the carnal mind unsaved will ask me and i better give an answer that at least makes sense to the point where they can think about it yeah i don't know is not an answer uh, it's not an answer i'm going to lose that person real quick i'm just planting a seed that needs to be followed right. not a seed that died on the wayside uh, you know right right and that is where it really this is where the rubber hits the road that bible is so important and, you know, I, I have a lot of books because I was an avid reader at one point. I just I could care less about this. This this book here answers everything, including all this world stuff. I have an answer for you. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's where I need to be. Mm -hmm. And every day in my job, I, listen, I talk for a living, believe it or not. And I'm good at it. <laughs> you know, and um, I'm sometimes a little off, you know, but they haven't fired me yet. So. I will get people that I will boldly, I, I hear you, because you know, you have to ask God every day, God, send me somebody today, mm, right? Yep. Now I bless everybody, whether you want to be blessed or not, I'll bless you anyway. Have a good, mm. have a blessed day. That's how I mm. hang up with. Mm. And sometimes people are, it's the first time you've heard that word mm. in a long time, or God bless you. Mm. People who are secular don't want to hear that. It, it, mm. it, it, it gets here. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. And I mean, why did they kill Stephen? Stephen was talking about some stuff. It, it pierced their hearts, and they mm -hmm. couldn't take it, right? Mm -hmm. So the world is no different today. 
So, you know, there are people that have that that just needed someone like me to talk to them over the business part. We get that out of the way first. Mm -hmm. And then we talk about what's really happening. And I remember this one gal called up. She just had some issues with her husband and, you know, he stuck her with a whole bunch of bills and things like that. And so I could tell she was really kind of hurting, you know. And I said, uh, and I read her email. Her email address was I am blessed, something to that effect. And mm -hmm. I said, so and so, you know, I, I, I just I saw your email. And I said, yes, you are blessed. And I said, listen, you know, you know that this mess doesn't belong to you. Right. I said, no, I need you to lay it at the foot of the cross. And that mm. woman just burst out crying. She just needed that, you know. Mm. So I do what I can, you mm. know, because that's where we're geared at. It's natural now. And listen, I've lost a job over this before. Mm where somebody asked me about homosexuality and I said, listen, this is what the Bible says. I'm just reading you what the Bible says. Mm -hmm. Well, next thing I know, I'm out the door. The yeah. person who put me out the door met up with me a year later and into that year, okay, the police ended up hunting her down. So, you know what I'm saying? God takes care of things in a certain way. I'm not saying that he went to, you know, he did anything to her, but I'm saying that, you know, what was meant for bad on her side was meant for good on my side. You know, the way God works. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I, I just, you know, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, period. Amen. 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 And, you know, when you have a bold mouth, <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> right, right. So, yeah. you, so your, your passion for ministry, um, mm -hmm. give us a little insight of that. Is it because of the way you were brought up? That's why you're so passionate for ministry? Mm. No, I tell you why, because I know that my God lives. I know my Redeemer lives. Mm -hmm. It has to do with the fact that there is a God. It's not in my imagination. I have seen, let me give you a couple of examples. I'm going to give you two examples. And I love testimonies because testimonies are real and yep. they're inspirational. And they, they you know, they, it says something. Mm. The most recent um, thing that God did for me. Now picture this, it's, it's about three o'clock in the morning on a Friday. It's my Friday. It's my day off. And I needed to take care of some business. You know, I needed to transfer some money from one account to another. Now I've got one eye open and one eye closed. It's three o'clock in the morning and I've never right. zelled before in my life. I don't even know what that is, but I was going <laughs> to learn how to do it that morning at that time. <laughs> and I did. You said in three o'clock in the morning? Yes. With oh, boy. I not know what I'm doing. And I put the number in, but you know, you have to put a telephone number in. I was one number off. Okay. And I couldn't find that money. That money disappeared. It's like two grand, you know, just kind of disappeared. Wow. I said, you know what? I'm, I'm going to take care of this with the bank in the morning. You'll take care of it, you know. So I called the bank up and I got the story for them. And they said, no, ma'am, you did a legitimate uh, transaction. Mm. We're not going to reimburse that money. And I'm like, what? Anyway, so I'm sad now. And I talked and talked and they said they weren't going to change it. And the woman said to me, um, why don't you call the people? You have the telephone number, you know? Why don't you call those people? I'm thinking, that's an odd thing for me to do. Why would I call them, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. If they don't know it, I don't want to alert them to it, you know? But anyway, <laughs> I thought, what do I have to lose? Two grand. So I called them, you know? And, I, and nobody answers their, you know, there was no, I had to leave a voicemail. No one answers their voicemails anymore. I said, let me go ahead and do a text, right? Mm. So I do a text. I had to pray, pray, pray. Mm. I did a text. And about an hour and a half later, I got the most beautiful text I ever had in my life. Oh, mm. wow. It said... I can only transfer $1,000 a day. Hmm. I transferred the first 1000 Let me know if you get it. So I got it. And I was so happy that I asked about the second. She goes, tomorrow. You'll get it tomorrow. And I said, thank you. I profusely thanked her. And you know what? I got back this simple little 
you're welcome. Mm. And I knew God took care of it. The next day, it was back in the account where it was. Now, in this day and age, you give somebody a stranger two grand. Right. They're gone with it. Yep. 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 And in this case, he gave it right back to me. Wow. That was an amazing, amazing. I, I you know, and I have, and I share that with people because, you know, it, oh, you're lucky. No, luck had nothing to do with it. No, no. That, you know, God was in charge of that. Mm -hmm. And because I had the heart of David at that time, you know, you, when, when things go really, really bad, you pray like you've never prayed before. Exactly. And God can read that prayer. That, that prayer is on a 10 scale, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, so he, you know, if it's his will, and even if it wasn't, you know, you go back to uh, Job, who's like, oh, God, kill me already, you know? know. He's feeling sorry for himself, but yet he, he he never did what the wife said, curse God and die. No, he didn't do that. You know, David, as, 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 as much blood as he had, he didn't do that. Right. So to answer your question, I do that, and it's because I know my God is real. I know he means business. I don't have to worry. I don't question God in any way, shape, or form. Mm -hmm. I don't have to ask why. I don't need to know that. I know that intelligently there's an answer for that. It's beyond my scope, but I know it's for my better betterness or for the betterness of, you know, whomever you're in, in compliance with at that time or whatever's going on. It's because of God. Amen. Period. Amen. Wow. So no more zelling three o'clock in the morning. In the morning. <laughs> I don't want to hear that word. Do you understand that? <laughs> no. I don't want to hear that word. If I owe you some money, you get cash. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 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 Hey, listen, you know, today we've got kids. Now I'm I'm a grandma. I got I got teenage grandkids, right? One grandkid teenager. So that means that my generation started this whole business. I have a brother who's a year younger than I am, the one who's very smart. And, you know, he picked um his um when he was in college, he was just taking electives. I said, look, they're going to kick you out. So you go with some money, you better mm -hmm. pick something. So right. he picked what was going on at the time, which was computer science and so forth. Mm -hmm. We, that generation kind of started that. I mean, really started forward. And now today, if grandma has an issue, she needs an eight year old to snap that phone out of her hand, use the thumbs, <laughs> tell me how dumb you are and take care of your problem. Right. So <laughs> that was one of those things that I'm not going to learn. I don't want to know nothing about it. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> wow much. wow yeah. yeah so um so um t tell us a little bit about um your day-to-day -day. your day-to-day -day when you um um during covid because we we, we moved oh. into we, yeah we moved into this um uh, for the past year, man, you, you know what's been going on. And you got COVID too, right? So Yes, I did. Yeah. As a matter of fact, um, I wasn't paying attention. Again, I'm not a news buff. You know, the news is not good. So in the beginning of the stages, I remember my job uh, March of 2020, I think. They started moving people out. They started making people work at home. And mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't want to work at home. I don't want to work at home. You know why? Because I, I didn't want to have to set up all that equipment and all that. I was afraid of all that. You know, something mm -hmm. goes wrong. I got IT people on the job there. They can take care of whatever's wrong. Mm -hmm. My job is to talk to angry people and make it happy. That's what I do best. <laughs> so I said, let me stay at home. Let me stay here at work. And so it got to where I, I worked from work and I remember there was a Sunday where there were literally two people in this huge building 
me and somebody else was a Sunday because my job is from Sunday to uh, Thursday because Friday and Saturday I have off. Mm. So I remember one day and, and Brian, who is, you know, he's, he's a sarcastic type, you know, he likes sarcasm and I can match him pretty much on a good day. It's all fun. And so he's, he's got this little gun that he has to put to your head to take your temperature. And I said, Oh, nurse ratchet, you know, why do I find funny you with a gun in your hand that takes my temperature? I said, you don't know what you're doing, do you? Anyway, so every day mine was fine, but you know what? I take I take a lot of vitamins, okay. So, and um, sometimes I have a little back issue, so I take a vitamin and I take some uh, some pain, you know, to, to stop the pain. Well, the pain pills that I'm taking, the over the counter pain pills, also keep you from having fevers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, so every day I'm fine. <laughs> Until one day I wasn't fine, and I said, Brian, I'm not feeling so good, you know. And he goes, I know. So that was on a Friday. No, that was on a Thursday or Wednesday. I think it was Wednesday. I went to work on Thursday. By Friday morning, I had to peel myself out of the bed because I knew something was wrong. Mm. I was lethargic. I couldn't think nothing. I get in the car. I shouldn't have been driven, but I did. I drive myself to one of those uh, places where you kind of, and, and before, in the beginning, you had to swap yourself and do the test yourself. And so that came back inconclusive. And I said, what does that mean? You know, well, you got to go take it again. And so um, I, oh my gosh, I said, I, I just felt bad. And I called up my boss and I said, listen, I even called the wrong guy up. I said, and I thought I was talking to so-and-so, but I was talking to so-and-so. And uh, they said, oh, you know, are you, I said, look, I think I have this this COVID, you know, because my head was so discombobulated. And uh, so they got the message to the right people and they said, okay. Um, so then I scheduled myself to take one of those uh, tests that comes out in 10 minutes, right? Mm-hmm. No, wait a minute. It's like, I took three tests, excuse me. First one was just, was, um, didn't come in conclusive. The second one I had to wait and wait and wait. Then I couldn't wait anymore because they wanted me to come back to work. By then my friend, my Jamaican friend from West Palm Beach, my coworker came down with what I call my God medicine. And she gave me this wonderful stuff to drink that was, cause see, I thought I lost my taste buds. But when I drank that stuff she gave me, mm-hmm. it was awful, but I knew my paid taste buds were back. But I drank oh. it. I drank it. Oh. And within 48 hours, all those symptoms were gone. Oh. Wow. So they, 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 they text me, are you, how are you feeling, Melanie? Oh, I'm feeling great. Good. Come back to work. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> I don't have a test result back. What do you mean come back to work? So I went and had that, you know, 15-minute test, the blood test done. Mm. Sure enough, COVID. And I said, look, I got to stay home, guys. So I stayed home and I was home three weeks. Mm-hmm. And then I said, you know what? Let me let me start working from home. So that's how I started working from home. I, I did everything I was supposed to do. You know, the COVID got me anyway. And I think mm-hmm. I got it from work. And so I was, uh, those first few days, you didn't know what that meant. Right. And I started feeling better. And all of a sudden I couldn't breathe right. You know, mm-hmm. couldn't catch my breath. I ended up back in the emergency room and I said, look, um, not breathing right. You know, I'm not breathing too well. And, um, they said, okay, um, this is a symptom of your COVID. I said, but I feel much better. You know, I mean, I'm over it now. Mm-hmm. They said, no, this, so COVID left me with a breathing disability. Oh, wow. I don't breathe as well as I did. Wow. I, and I live in a small house. I call it a cabin. You see my home. It's not that big from one end of the house to the other end of the house. I'm winded. Okay. And so it's one of those things, you know, and I just don't want to catch it again. So yeah, COVID. And here's where it gets to the church, you know, 
now we're we're staying at home we're doing this all the time on the um you know Online. what do you call it virtual yeah and i feel you know you feel disconnected after a yeah. while sometimes i have to go through my roster and call people from the church and say hey how you doing you know mm -hmm. i'm i'm still here right and um so i you know i don't like that i don't like mm -hmm. that we're not assembled we're not, but we, i know we have to not do that right now mm -hmm. until things get better but right. you know you miss that whole and this is why god said you know sure. now I, I stand better why he said look we need to get together we mm -hmm. need to to yeah. be as a group you know mm -hmm. and so um i've called a lot of people <laughs> that i have the numbers from just to say how you doing you know mm -hmm. i'm feeling disconnected here mm -hmm. yeah so you know you feel sometimes it's it's nice to you know we have our bible group every saturday afternoon you know with uh, Lyndon and everybody mm -hmm. and we love hearing from each other but it's not the same as being in the same room you know it's you so, yeah so that's so right now i'm still working from home and by the way i love working from home um, so I hope we can kind of stay that way. I don't know, but I like working from home. Um, I get, I'm a little more productive that way either. Mm. Cause you know what? I'm by myself. Mm. If I, if I'm with, an, with a coworker, you know, it's comedy central all day long. <laughs> so you know, it, it put me in another corner. <laughs> you, you can't help yourself, right? <laughs> Listen, I love a good sense of humor. Okay, right. I can't help it. I I will call somebody up, or they'll call me up on on the telephone, you know, at work, and the next thing you hear is them busting out laughing. Right, right. I really, mm -hmm. I don't know what came out, but it made them laugh almost roll, you know. So, right, right, right. But anyway, I like yeah. a good sense of humor. Love yeah. a good sense of humor. Yeah, yeah. You do you do that to my cell phone, Dawn? So know. we know, we know. <laughs> <laughs> but you know getting back to the series god i love don't you guys love the sabbath i love that Absolutely. we can just take that time and cut off everything yep. and just concentrate on god and i love to study i i'm a history buff i love history mm. i love the church history i love everything about but you know what if you ask me what do you love best about the i love the bible obviously i love the author Mm. I love the author. Amen. I love the fact that Jesus walked. When I first became a Christian, I used to fantasize about being in those days when he walked the earth and being one of those disciples or being one of those followers and being able to touch him and being right there with him, you know. Mm. And and then he says, look, you know, to Doubting Thomas, you 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 know you you need signs mm -hmm. but blessed are those that don't see me don't have never seen me that yeah. believe yeah. you know and um we can be jealous of people's faith sometimes you hear about these people who are not that well educated they can't read that well but the faith is of gold yep i mean yep. gold mm -hmm. and uh so there are still people to this day that have that kind of faith god still has his remnant he still has his people out there and i'm excited to see what the next chapter is going to be in our journey in our journey yeah. our brothers and sisters journey all across the world you know um as Seventh-day Adventists, I think we're very blessed that we have the word that we have, that we yep. know the studies that we know. But you know what? We also have other sheep out there that are in different folds that we also have to pray for. Definitely. And some stuff that they're going through is unimaginable. It's like the Bible days, you know, where they were at the Colosseums. They're still being beheaded and, and, and all the stuff that goes on, you know, where you're not even allowed to talk about the word of God. Can you imagine? Right. I can't even imagine that. 
Mm -hmm. You know, what would you do in that circumstance? Seriously, what would you do in that circumstance? Yeah, it's true. You would be be put to the test. Mm. Yep. You know, we're very fortunate that in this day and age, we can still, you know, gather together as we are just like this and talk about the word of God. Because in some places, it is seriously a dangerous thing to do. And I just, I can't imagine it. That's true. So that's my day-to-day. My day-to-day is is God. God is never from my mind. You know how God always, he's always there. He's always there in the forefront. You know, if you you forgot to pray, he reminds you. If, Mm -hmm. you know, he talks to your heart. And I'll tell you something else. I remember, I have to share this real quick. You know, my, my son, you know, we have the, we have kids and then sometimes those kids just kind of, you know, the world gets a hold of them somehow and yep. they kind of clear away. But you remember what God said, if you raise them in the way in which they should go, they'll mm-hmm. come back. I've seen that. I've seen that. It's true. Now, we love our boy here. And um, I was really, really worried one day, you know, just crying about this situation. And I remember where I was. I was on my way to Boca, going to work. I just exited off of uh, Sample Road, and I was heading towards uh, east on uh, uh, Hillsborough. Mm-hmm. And at that very moment, it jolted me. God spoke in such a profound way. And you know what he said? I get a little emotional. He said, be still and know that I am God. Mm-hmm. Not mine, it's his. It belongs to him. Yeah. Sorry about that. It's okay. Yeah. No. So it's, you know, this tells me that he is absolutely in control. I still have a job to do. Yeah. I can't, you know, I'm not going to sit on my butt and let everything happen, but I still have a job to do. And that is going to go on until the day I die. Amen. But boy, the reward. Yeah. Can't even remember it. Yep. So it's a good thing. It's a good thing. God is God is God, and I love God for He is. I love the fact that He died for me on the cross so long ago, and you know, that never leaves my mind. That never leaves my heart or my mind. So that's my answer to your original question. Amen. Wow. Amen. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. What a what a, what yep. a powerful testimony. How yeah. how God has brought you in this journey, and I uh, okay. took you into that hair shop. And uh, you were invited to church, and you. Uh, That's how it started, yeah. and we and, and Sister Sonia and I sit and talk about that a lot of times, you know. Mm. And she comes back, and she always says how, you know, and she's a very strong person. I mean, she she has her own great testimony, but you know, when it comes to her and I are still together this day, you know, we mm. still uh, I still go to her house, you know, not recently because it's COVID thing, but you know, we still get together and we study, and every time we get together, we pray, and you know. Mm. Sonia is Sonia, and she she was the strongest thing, or this not thing, <laughs> the strongest person that God put in my path. Amen. Because she is such an incredible Christian, you know, right. and um, it was just wonderful the way it worked out. Amen. It worked out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was almost thirty years ago, people. Oh wow! Wow. Hmm. I'm hitting the big six zero next year, y'all. <laughs> Wow, looking fabulous <laughs> as usual. You know, mentally, I'm 25, but the body says otherwise. You know. <laughs> That's true. Wow. It is what it is. You know, you gotta you gotta take it for what it is. And you know, and say that to people. They say, "Listen, it's a blessing from God." You know, you you, you woke up this morning, right? Yeah. Yes, yes, I did. Yes, yeah. I did. So. 
Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Wow. Wow. So do do you still do here? No. No. I have people I can't get rid of, okay? <laughs> Thirty five years, people, I'm tired. Leave me alone. <laughs> Uh, I was about I was about to uh, come and let you start doing my hair. Ooh. <laughs> no, let me tell you something. If a hairdresser says they're tired, don't let them work on you, okay? Exactly. Oops. And tired the time. You can't fix that oops, okay? You gotta let it grow out. Uh -uh. Yeah, no, I, I, listen, I had a passion for it thirty five years ago. I don't I'm done. I'm done. Okay. I yeah. You. I hear you. Yeah. Wow. Well, it's because it's a little shaky, no good. Right. <laughs> well, it's because of that profession where you, you, you found Christ through that, right? And do you know something? That, that's another thing I need to tell you something mm -hmm. here. When I first became a, when I first became, um, a Seventh-day Adventist, I was working Saturdays. And, the, you know, Saturdays in the salon is a big day. That's our money day. Right. And do you know from the time I started really at my baptism on, and that Seventh-day Adventist church in uh, Lauder Hill, as 1993, never had a problem, not one problem. I worked, I continued to work. I never had to work a Saturday again. Mm. Wow. Right. It's amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I never worked another Saturday again, yeah. not, in the set, not, not in that setting, or any setting, really. Mm. I got this job, and especially at my age, you know, when you, when you start looking at jobs, it's a little bit difficult, you know. Mm -hmm. um, I got hired and, and the first, I said to her, I said, look, you know what? I said, um, I don't work Saturdays. I just don't, I'm a Seventh-day Adventist. And just with a chortle for pen, she goes, okay, religious reasons, um, all Friday and Saturday. And I thought, thank you, Jesus. I wow. got the job. Wow. But I never, it's, it's never an issue. And honestly, I wouldn't work anyway. Cause if, you know, it's a good job, you know, it pays well. Um, but if they had said to me, you have to work Saturday, well, I would have said, thank you very much for your time and go on because, you know, you have, you know what you need to do. Yep. You know what God you need to do. Exactly. God first. Exactly. Yep. And there's, oh gosh, if I had to work a Saturday, I would be, so, I'd be like a fish out of water at this point. Mm. I couldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. You know, just the thought of it is scary. That right. would be a threat. To me. Exactly. Right. Uh, no. Yep. Yep, so to seek him first, the kingdom of God, and everything else should be added. So. Well, you know, because everything belongs to God. You know, exactly. everything belongs to God. So yeah. your life belongs to him. So, and he knows, you know, we're wayward kids. I mean, I'm no angel, trust me, you know, but uh, he knows my heart, mm. you Man. know, and, and my heart is Christ-centered. It's God-centered. It is the Holy Spirit-centered. It is... You know, the music you listen to changes, you know, the things that you, you don't eat the same things anymore and so forth. You know, a lot of stuff changes and God makes it so natural for you after a while. It's so natural for you to do the right thing, you know, or do what you're supposed to do, Amen. you know, and this is where he leads you. And, uh, I have conversations with God all the time, you know, in yeah. the heart and in the mind, um, you know, you say, okay, God, help me not to say this word or help me. You know, I was a terrible driver. If you cut me off, <laughs> right. you know, mm -hmm. I, it'd be, I'd have a New York moment. And, uh, you know, my dad was one of these, my dad was one of these people, you know, if you didn't know how to drive right, you got your, you, 
Where did that Joker get his? Uh, where did oh, let me see. Where did that cat get his uh, driver's license from? Right. The box of Cracker Jacks, because you know you yeah, box of Cracker. Yep, yep. That's how. Yep. Where if you didn't drive the way he did, that's where you got your license from, okay? Mm. And so you know you pick up things from your parents, and uh, so you know those are the little it, things that God has to help you with, you know. Online, yeah, and to learn uh, those things, you know, just mm -hmm. those things, and 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 not just doing them, but like in here, like in the heart and in the mind, to show me and and give me the control, or or make it so that I don't even think that way anymore, you know. Yeah. So the whole mindset has to change, you know. And when the mindset changes, the heart changes. When the heart changes, you know, you're you're on the right path with God. Yeah. You're not perfect, and you never will be, but at least you know you have a different you have a different outlook. My outlook is so much different now. Amen. Mm. Amen. Yeah. Sometimes, and I think mm. it's important that we, as Christians, you know, we need to be around those folks who are not, you know, aware um, or are not interested in in things of of uh, faith. Yep. I don't like the word religion. Mm. To me, it's kind of secular. I just don't like that word religious. I know it's in the Bible, but I don't like it. We're faith-based. We have faith, and that's what we have. We have faith, and that faith, you know, we need to share that. Just like he said, look, I'm going to make, to the apostles, he said, I'm going to make you fishers of men, you know? Yeah. And so it's it's comfortable when we're around our own group and we're doing, you know, things of God, but it's the outside world that needs to know that. It's the outside world that still needs to be reached, and this is where we need to, you know, if you have, like me, the gift of gap, I can't do anything else. <laughs> um, you know, at least you're able to talk to people because I will talk to anybody. It doesn't matter, you know. You know, you have people who will who will receive you, and then you have people who just will not. So you know, right. you, you go with that, and uh, you know, you, you approach people where they're where they are. You know, mm. I can have a Joe Pesci in New York, or I can have a Billy Bob down in South Carolina. You know, right. and I can talk them on their level any which way you know mm. that i can reach them and then we can get into it because god is always leading you know mm. and so that's important too and and especially now you know god says he look he, he, he doesn't want that anybody gets lost you know exactly. and so he is still prolonging this world and we can see progressively where this world is going you know yes and uh, yeah. it's, it's just a whole world it, it, and, and a lot of people can't deal with it so they kind of pass away or, you know pass it away or put it away somewhere right and um, you know and this is the time where we want to reach out you know the latter rains we're going to have that as well there are people that are going to be coming from all corners of the earth to yep. christ and uh, we have to do our part in that you know we can't sit back and say god's going to take care of it that's you know true. that's yeah. why he has us and he needs those people like us that you know again I, I i'm on a job i talk to people all day long and there are times when you know god will lead you to share mm. and yeah. he'll do it in such a way that you don't jeopardize anything because it has to be a gentle message it's not a forceful thing god doesn't push himself on anybody exactly right. you know yeah. so yeah. we have to still be able to do that amen amen amen, amen. and not be afraid yep. yeah for sure exactly, yeah, exactly. Sure. Hi, Melanie. Wow. What um, what a testimony. What a journey yeah. God has brought you on. And um, it's amazing. I'm sure you're going to have to do some major editing here, but I understand. Nah, you're good to go. We don't, we don't edit my testimony. Really. This really. is, it's your testimony. It's your wow. testimony. Yeah. And um, we, we, we put it out just like how you say it. Mm. So, <laughs> okay. yeah. Yeah. 
So, but um, it's it's a it's a pleasure to um to have you on on my testimony yeah. and to hear your journey. Well, thank you for giving me the opportunity. I really appreciate it. Yeah, awesome. to, to hear awesome. your story and um, a wonderful way to do a Sabbath. Yep, yeah. for sure, for sure, for sure. Okay. And um, knowing you for all these years and and uh, knowing getting more of an insight of how you got to know Christ for yourself, it's yeah. amazing. It's amazing. So. It is an ongoing journey. Absolutely. I'm a work in progress. All of us all are. Of us all of all us, us are. are. Trust me. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Absolutely. All right. So Dawn is going to pray now to um to take us home. Yeah. Hey, Father, we thank you so much for the opportunity to hear Melanie's testimony. What an amazing way that you have led her from Germany to here, and allowed her to be able to share your love with all of those that she comes in contact with. What an amazing way. For us to realize that you are in the little things of our lives you are constantly there by our side and you are able to help us to know how to speak to others about your goodness and your grace mm -hmm. so continue to be with her and her family continue to bless her and bless them and be a part of their lives and help us all god just to understand that you are constantly there for us and we are able and equipped to be able to spread your word with everyone we meet is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So thank you again for coming on. Oh, thank you again. It's been a pleasure and it's a great way for me to have spent my morning Sabbath with you. Amen. 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 And uh, for all viewers, we just want to remind you again that we are back now with season five and um, we're going to spend in the next 13 weeks with you again. And um, so remember to um, hit that like button and also that notification so you can get that. The little bell. The little bell. No, you're supposed <laughs> to say ping. The ping. <laughs> the little bell. <laughs> the little bell. Melanie, make sure you have your little bell going on over there, okay? Listen, that bell doesn't stop, okay? <laughs> 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 all so right funny. all right so until until the next episode everyone um ciao bye-bye <laughs> <Goodbye. laughs>